Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. When people are on a spiritual path, they often see others around them who have unusual or special abilities, and they mistakenly believe that identifiable special abilities are evidence of awakening. So of course, they start wondering what their own abilities are and start to use whether they have them as a benchmark for their own spiritual progress. They feel like they're missing something if they don't know what their special abilities are and sometimes feel more powerful when they think they do. Today, we're going to discuss whether having abilities is required for the awakening process, a common mistake people make regarding abilities, and what is important to know about them if they do start to come in. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? Karen, you know, um, there's a lot of people out there that... Uh, can get quite enthralled by special abilities. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering for you, when you take a look at special abilities and uh, the level of awakening, do you equate those two? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. And I, I'm really glad you asked that question because I think a lot of people confuse those two often. So they confuse special abilities with awakening. They, can, they think that they're actually intertwined. They're not necessarily. They can be, but they don't necessarily need to be. Oftentimes, special abilities are can be pretty low level. It, like anything that's outside of the ordinary reality, as humans, we find very fascinating. We're like, ooh. I think we better stop right there. Okay. Because first of all, what are in your mind special abilities? What you know, what can people do that you would consider special abilities? Well, I think it, de I don't know if I would use me as the reference point, but I think for most people, that's when you can do something that seems outside of the ordinary reality, right? So you can, I don't know, summon the wind, you can um, conjure things, you can know things about people, um, that type of thing, I think is special abilities. Or you seemingly can speak to things that are disembodied, you have information from the other side, you can talk to star beings, you can speak a special language that's not from the earth, I mean all these sort of things, right? Yeah. It can get wilder and wilder, it really depends. There's a whole vast gamut, you have a special healing ability that is unique to you or whatever, right? So, so it, it's pretty easy for someone to get kind of caught up in that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so what you're saying, I think what I'm hearing you say is kind of a word of caution. Yeah. Well, yes. It's not even it's not even caution. It's not even that strong. It's just having discernment, right? Okay. So to to un, to distinguish these two ideas or to unbind them from each other. Special abilities are one thing, awakening is another. They do not have to overlap. They can, but it's not required. So if you in your awakening process never ever have a special ability, you can still become awake. You don't need yeah. to have a special ability in order to become awake. Does that make sense? A lot of people think they do. A lot of people think, well, if I don't have a special ability, that's the gauge of my spiritual progress. That's the gauge of my awakening. So if I don't have a special ability, I'm really not that far along. Or maybe if I do have one, then all of a sudden I'm more advanced. 
And the thing that I think people can fall into the trap of often is when they feel like they do have a special ability because they want to help people and they want to do whatever it is, but they also want to show that they're somehow special, that that somehow, that ability to do whatever it is they think they can do, that means that they're spiritually advanced. It doesn't. It just means you can do a certain thing. They're not necessarily entangled. Does that make sense? And a lot of people want to use that modality to prove to not only other people, but to themselves that they are advanced in a certain way. And you have to be very careful of that because that's the mind. That's the ego mind that's trying to t like, you know, make you feel significant, special, better, which is actually separating you further and further from awakening, which is not everybody wants it, but if you do want it, it gets you further and further away from that goal as opposed to closer and closer to it. Do you see what I'm saying? So what what went through my mind is it's almost like a resume builder. <laughs> you know, I can I can bend this spoon, you know, I can talk to dogs. I you know, it's yeah. you know, wow, look yeah. at me. Yeah, I'm pretty special. These are all special abilities that yeah. I have. Yeah. And what you're saying is, well, that's fine. That's wonderful. You know, those those are nice gifts. Yeah. And if you're using them for the benefit of mankind, that's wonderful. Yeah. But you yourself have you evolved? Have you have you released the distortions? Have you raised your frequency? Have you moved forward as far as awakening? Yeah. Is the question that you, you would ask. ask. Yeah. So not of me personally, but of no, the person no, talking. No, no, yes. No, okay. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. That's what I would say. So like I said, the it depends what you're depends what it is that you're after. Right? So if you want to feel like you have these cool superpowers, like everybody wants a superpower. Like, come on. What kid doesn't want a superpower? Everyone wants a cape. Capes are cool, all right? Like you want to be able to fly, to do special stuff. I mean, that's why like Superman and Wonder Woman, all those things have caught the collective imagination. It's so cool. Like, yeah. come on, superpowers are amazing. So everybody wants that special thing. And you know what I might be willing to do, Karen? What? Is maybe sell my soul mm -hmm. yeah. in, in exchange. For a gift. For that gift. Mm -hmm. Or that Ability. superpower. Yeah. And some people do. And there are um, definitely people that I work with who either have or their lineages have made what I call a bid for power, which is a contract with the darkness for an exchange where you give a piece of, like you said, of your essence, of your spirit, okay, to that darkness in order to have certain abilities on the material plane. And it's interesting because those contracts can bind generations. Now, the person who makes that bid for power may not realize that it does because they're not exactly reading the fine print of the contract. However, it can. And what happens is as the darkness entrenches into that line, it can become more and more distorted, meaning that line starts to suffer more and more things like suicides, depressions, addictions, this type of thing. Early deaths that are inexplicable. Right? And even if in that short period of time when they're alive, there's some period where it looks really bright and brilliant, there's some weird darkness that somehow comes in, right? Some thread where, like I said, like a short-lived life or an accident that befalls for some bizarre reason or rife with some kind of concern, you know, abuse or something like this. No matter how bright and brilliant that person seems, that starts to come through the line. So as you say, the darkness can often be very happy to give a certain amount of what we would consider to be special abilities, which are actually extremely low level, okay? Manipulation of the physical realm is, and I, I don't mean to belittle it, okay? But in the grand spectrum of the all that is, the physical realm is very small. 
is all my point is. Yeah. It's not unimportant. It's important. Yeah. And it's very tiny. It's like 0.001% of the all that is or something like this. So yes. I impressed you for the moment. Yes. But as far as my personal journey, mm -hmm. I've sacrificed a lot. Yeah. So yeah. what do you mean by you've impressed me? Well, I, I showed you my special ability. Oh, I see. You know, I see. Look, look at this. Yeah. I can make this flower, you yeah. know, just curl. Yeah. You know. Or grow. Or grow. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And but truly, what you're saying is, I need to take a look at my personal journey. Yeah. And what have I done to be able to do that? Yes, exactly. So, like I said, special abilities can be tied to the darkness very easily. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people who are in positions of power, who lead certain groups, actually are they are dark. Okay, and in fact, are using these abilities to start to oppress other because mm -hmm. it's very easy to fool people. Unfortunately, it can because it's easy to bedazzle them to show them different things that you can do and they're like Ooh, that seems exciting and real and look what they can do. So I don't know any better So I'm gonna follow it. That must be evidence that they are ascending that they are awakened So they confuse these two things. Yes, and therefore they start to give their power to that person because they don't know what else to do Right and the person might be asking for it either overtly or not and then this oppression starts to happen. It's very subtle. It's not like, you know, they necessarily have you sign something up front and you know, right? It can be more subtle than that. So that's what I'm saying about abilities. It does, it's not an indicator of awakening. Now, I'm not saying that awakening is something that you all necessarily want to do. It doesn't have to be something that you're, you're aspiring to. All I'm saying is that if it is something that you aspire to, the special abilities are not required in order to achieve that. Okay? I mean, achieve, that's a, it's kind of a funny word to use for awakening, but whatever, to be there or whatever you want to call it, Okay, be in that state. So I just want to disassociate those two things because it can be very confusing for people. And a lot of people start to um, have a lot of, it, it starts to um, activate their pain bodies and low self-doubt distortion patterns and stuff like that. And they don't trust themselves because like, how good can I be if I'm not special like them? Like I can't really be that advanced. Right? Especially when you start to go through the fire of detox and integration, when you start frequency work. Okay, so we're talking about frequency work now as an aside, yeah. Yeah. right? And you're moving through and it seems like, oh my gosh, all this stuff is happening for some people and they're like getting, you know, they're physically purging or relationships are changing or things seem to be breaking down. But that breakdown is required to happen for some of you, not all of you, so don't freak out. Yeah. It's just that some of those things have to break down in order for something of a higher order to come in. Okay. Yeah. So that needs to happen. And so when you're in that process of awakening, it doesn't seem like that magical. There's no like rainbows or no unicorns, no angels sing. Well, maybe I guess angels might sing. I don't know, but it depends on who you are. But do you see what I'm saying? There's no yeah. like glamour. There's no story behind yeah. it, you know? There could be, but often there isn't, yeah. right? Because some people do perceive on multiple realities and they have an amazing experience as they're ascending, but not everyone does. And you're not required to in order to awaken. I just want to make that clear because I think people, you know, we start to compare. We don't have anything else to do. I mean, how do, how do we know, right? Yeah. And as humans, it's just natural that I compare, you know, kind of where I'm at, who I am with the person next to me. Or, exactly. You know, there's a lot of group experiences and totally. the person next to you is at this wonderful, you know, yeah. and you sit there and go, well, yeah. Yeah. What's for lunch? <laughs> you know, so yeah, on, totally. that, on that given day, you know, it's hard to say what you received or what impact it made on yeah, you. Yeah, totally. So, but if I'm comparing, it's like, wow, I'm not even on the A team. 
I don't, I'm not even on the team. I'm not even on the bus. Co- coach didn't even give me a uniform. So here I'm struggling, and yeah. I'm going through this detox. Oh, oh my God, I yeah. must be on the wrong bus. <laughs> is there a bus? Yeah, and where is the bus? I know, exactly. You know, so I, I think what you're saying is that everybody's journey is different. Absolutely. And we shouldn't get into this comparison game. Nope. And the fact that I can dazzle you with a special ability should not be, you know, a factor in you deciding, boy, that's what I want to be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And I would say it's interesting. as you, it's Because it's hard for us. There's not a lot of clear examples of people who awakened. And as you say, the journey is unique to you. So just because, as you say, right? I'm having this experience, you might not. And I'll just give you an example that's very personal. So Chris and I are very, my husband Chris and I are very different people, okay? And I have always had the ability to journey into different realms. It's just part of who I am, okay? He, on the other hand, will sit there in meditation and be like, the what's for lunch? He's just like, nothing's happening. I don't even understand why I'm sitting here. Let's go. And he gets kind of frustrated because everyone's having these amazing experiences and all these crazy worlds are opening and they're flying and all this. He's like, I just kind of sat here, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. And yet his experience is very different, but he knows, he knows that something has changed. He's not sure what it is, but he can feel it on some level. And for him, the thing that's his challenge for him is the longer he goes away from that being in the moment of certainty of like, I know that it wasn't as, pr- like all the bells and whistles that you all are talking about, but I can feel, I, I know, I have a sense that the frequency has just changed and it's very subtle, but I can feel it and I can feel it in myself and I can feel it in you and I have goosebumps. That's enough for me. That's enough. So for him, you see what I'm saying? And he, this, this inner knowingness for him that this particular thing works. I'm talking about like frequency work or a meditation or something like this where he's felt that, right? So when he feels those moments, he's like, okay, great. And the thing that's challenging for him is the further he gets away from those moments, he forgets actually, which can be extremely challenging. And I would, and I only mention Chris because he's actually extremely advanced in terms of his frequency vibration. But he doesn't have all the like bells and whistles and like I said, all that stuff. And I'm telling you, it's not required because he embodies a very high frequency vibration without having experienced any of that stuff, you see. You know, when we compare kind of the special abilities Mm -hmm. to awakening, and you think about awakening and the joy and the excitement and the Mm -hmm. sense of adventure and everything that's over on this side of the ledger, Mm -hmm. there's absolutely just no comparison, Mm -hmm. you know. So to get distracted by this, you mean know, the abilities. The abilities, mm-hmm. you know, versus sacrificing mm-hmm. that journey, which mm-hmm. can be difficult mm-hmm. and not real thrilling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Exactly. Yep. And the funny thing is, the non-thrilling part of that journey, if you can keep going for just a little bit more, what the end of that gives you is liberation, mm-hmm. right? Because again, this all comes back to personal accountability. You alone can take your journey. You alone. You alone are the one who can save save yourself. Not that you need required saving, but you know what I mean? Like if you want to liberate yourself, it's up to you. This is your journey. No one else can do it for you. And so that's the thing to remember, right? So it doesn't matter that you have, like you say, all these different experiences because in the end what happens is it's very subtle 
liberation where you suddenly feel like those concerns you didn't you had before have gone you feel somehow more centered not as triggered by other people you kind of can watch them and observe them and learn from them and love them from a different place than you used to but not get bogged down by them you can feel sort of just more free in a way because you're not as bogged down in all the concerns you had before and you don't even really notice it it's almost like you're going along one day and you're just like wait i haven't been anxious for a little while yeah. or whatnot yeah. you know very much so and then that's when the joy the adventure the all that stuff comes in because yeah. there's a place for it yeah. right it's not filled up with the worry the anxiety the fear the control the whatever it is yeah. that you had before exactly that, yeah. was, that was beautiful the way you expressed that oh thank you so i think maybe um the one word I heard is uh, when it comes to a special, you know, special gifts, special, mm -hmm. um, what do you call abilities. it? Abilities. Special abilities is the word discernment. Yes. It's just be very open. Yes. To, yes. What, to what that is. Yes. And what I would say is if you start to have special abilities come in, yeah. some of you will, who are watching will. Yeah. Okay. Now, I just want to back back up. What is a special ability? If you're asking me, Karen, what is a special ability? Special abilities don't have to be about manipulating the physical realm. A special ability can be that the field of my presence is so vast mm -hmm. that when you step into my presence, you enter the present moment. What does that do? It makes you start to really notice your senses, mm -hmm. what's around you, time slows down for just a moment, and somehow you feel this is special. And you would never have felt that if you hadn't been in my field. Does that make sense? Exactly. I'm talking about the person who has this gift exactly. of this field of presence. Now, is that a special ability? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, that's a special ability. Now, is it, is it like it's fancy? A tremendous gift. But it's a tremendous gift. Yeah. And in that moment, you can catalyze so much for that person because they drop into that present moment and who knows what's going to open for them because that is the gateway to the infinite. Okay, so is that like Wonder Woman kind of abilities? No, but, it's, but in itself, it's tremendously powerful. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when we define special ability, that's challenging yeah. yeah and then we strive for that thing yeah. and what i will say is if you do have special abilities come in that you are aware of meaning that you can sense different things see in the, the frequency realm whatever it is your thing is yeah. okay you can talk more to the animals whatever it is yeah. all right which are all fantastic here's the catch with special abilities watch your ego because it becomes very easy we're human we are human Okay, so we have to watch. We don't have to. If awakening is something that you want to move forward towards and personal accountability is part of that path, it's helpful to watch oneself. And in that process, to notice if we attach to having those abilities. Honestly, that's a real trick. There's a point there where you start to really be like, ooh, I can do this thing. Oh, oh, oh. And then when you start to realize you can do these things, you want to do it more. And then there's people who respond to it. And you're like, oh, great. I'm helping people. This is really cool. And it can start totally like that. I'm helping people. This is awesome. They're responding well. Okay, then notice, are you really attached to what their experience is going to be? Yeah. Do you feel like you have to help them? Do you feel like you have to know what's best for them, what their best outcome is? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to be really careful with special abilities. And then the key, from my perspective, is to be able to hold neutral when you have special abilities. 
right? Whether or not you have them mm. at all is a very important neutrality point. Mm. How they experience the other people. So let's just imagine you have an ability that actually can benefit someone else. Okay. Yeah. Do you are you attached to how they respond to your interaction with them? Right? Like, do you get really upset if they, I don't know, have some kind of experience that seems negative? Yeah. Right? Does that yeah. affect your view of yourself? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's about how much neutrality can you hold, which is an indication of how strong you are on spirit level, how mm. complete you are, yeah. which is an indication actually of how close you are to awakening in respect to your special abilities. Yeah. You have to be real careful with yeah, that. I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, it's almost like where I get caught up in this special ability. Yeah. And now it defines who I am. Exactly. And this yeah. is my persona. Right. And I'm known around town as the guy that can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and rather than continuing the journey yes. and continuing to evolve yeah. and releasing and moving, you know, now I'm kind of stuck because guess what? This is who I am. Yeah, and I've, it's become my identity. Exactly. I'm attached to it. It's now fixed. And when you when that starts to happen, the path towards awakening slows down to a grinding halt. Okay, it actually yeah. can take a detour, which is fine because perhaps you learn from it, and, and, and that's wonderful. Yeah, but it isn't a steady progression yeah. towards that point, right? Or yeah. I know it's not it's not a point because it's infinite, but whatever. You know, towards that. Yeah. higher level states, yeah. let's call it that, okay? And, and don't you find, Karen, that um, these are concerns with people a lot of times that are starting the journey, mm -hmm. and so it, they kind of get caught up mm -hmm. in these special abilities or these comparing themselves to others or whatever, mm -hmm. but as they start to evolve mm -hmm. and move, mm -hmm. you know, those things are not as much of a concern. It's true. And I, what I would say, yes, yes, and it also flares for people who've done work and they have issues with low self-worth or non-deserving. Oh. Meaning, not issues, I, I, let me reframe that. D heavy distortion patterns around low self-worth and non-deserving where they feel like they want to have that in order to validate self because it makes them feel like um, good about themselves. Yeah. I'm not belittling this, okay? So yeah. this is a very, yeah. self-doubt can be a very crippling thing, all right? And even if you've done a lot of frequency work, this may be a theme for you or a distortion pattern that's very heavily entrenched, in which case that, that need for the special ability has the mind going, right? The ego mind of like, oh, that makes me feel good to have that. So just watch yourself, yeah. right? This yeah. is not about beating yourself up. Yeah. This is about having responsibility and accountability and watching yourself to see, are you attaching to that? Oh, yeah, I am, especially for those of you out there who are more advanced. Oh, wait, I'm attached to having that special ability. All right, we got to get more neutral on this. Okay, so release this distortion pattern around this, especially for those, like I said, those of you who are advanced and know what I'm talking about, it's to watch yourself and do the confirmation of the lesion of the pattern. And if you're starting to have the learn quickly the discernment between or the distinction between abilities and awakening, yeah. they're not necessarily the same. And I think what's a real good test as you, as you go through this process mm -hmm. is, can I let go? Yes of that special ability. Exactly. So that's the thing that I I always chest with myself. It's like, okay. if I couldn't do this tomorrow, would it be okay? Yeah. And so far the answer is yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you continue to move. Yes. And, and so you don't know what tomorrow looks like. Exactly. And really, to me, this is all about being aware of my connection to pure source. Yeah. More and more and more awareness about my connection to pure source. If it comes through as this particular thing that I happen to be able to do, wonderful. Yeah. If it's not, that's okay. It really is. Yeah. Because that's just what is happening in the physical world or whatever. Right? Something else will express or not, and it doesn't really matter. I mean, I don't know, right? It's just so you, continuing to surrender and follow. So today you can have tremendous gratitude for the gifts that you have yeah. and that you're sharing with others, mm -hmm. knowing that tomorrow... Yeah, it might be gone, and that's okay. <laughs> wow, what a session. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on special abilities. Who needs them? So the theme for this GFC is basically to remove the attachment or yearning for special abilities because we feel that it makes us more uh, powerful, more awakened, more advanced, or just somehow better about ourselves. Special abilities are not required in the awakening process. They can come about as awakening happens, but it's not required. So um, a lot of people feel like less than because they don't have special abilities, but that's not the point uh, in terms of the awakening process. So this GFC is dedicated to becoming more neutral towards having them and then clearing whatever is required so the awakening process can accelerate. And if special abilities come in, well, great. And if they don't, that's great too. Okay. So here we go. It's funny in the neutrality, often that's when things appear. So first becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of what the palms of your hand are touching. So is it the, your own skin because it's rest, they're resting on your body? Is it touching some kind of fabric? Or are they touching some kind of fabric, I should say? Are they 
just open to the air. And if they're touching, in quotes, the air, registering the sensation of the air on the palms, its temperature, its humidity, whether that air is in motion, becoming aware of the sensation in your palms. Good. Yeah. And now becoming aware, please, of your breath. Noticing it first without changing it. And if you can, without judging it. What is the quality and rhythm of your breath in this moment? And once you've taken a few moments to notice your breath, now taking this opportunity to allow the breath to become slower, more full, to deepen it, allowing it to move from your chest and drop into your belly. Being aware of the chest and the belly as they rise and fall. Good. And now becoming aware of your surroundings. So first, noticing all the sounds around you other than the sound of my voice. So all of those little sounds that may go unnoticed, the hum of the refrigerator, the swooshing of a dishwasher, the clicking of a clock. And then noticing the sounds on my end dogs barking, birds chirping. Noticing the soundscape. Good. And now becoming aware of the quality of light. So some of you can do this without opening your eyes. You can just feel it. Others of you need to open your eyes in order to physically perceive the light and notice the quality. So if you need to physically look at it, go ahead and do that. One is not better than the other. It's just different senses. You have proficiencies in different things. Good. And now becoming aware, please, of the upper ribs. So meaning between your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line and your collarbones and the front of your throat space. 
And as you become aware of these two spaces, mm-hmm. taking one nice big breath in, holding your breath at the very top of your breath for a count of four. And after you've exhaled all the air out of your lungs and have held your breath out, please do so for a count of five. For those of you with a faster count, keeping your attention on all those two points, breathing normally, And as we wait for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent, for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me yawn or exhale sharply or hum. And more and more, I'm working in silence as I access higher and higher frequencies. So I won't be making physical noise during that time because it actually just lowers the resonance level, which doesn't serve you. So just know that if I'm not making any noise, I'm still working on you. And if I'm making noises, I'm removing distortion patterns. Okay. So now that the mastermind has come together, keeping your attention on the upper ribs and the front of the throat, we're going to ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And for those of you who are new, that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body, or rather the space at the very center of your body. And for those of you who have been doing this work for a little longer, you know where I'm going. So go ahead and imagine all of that expanding. For those of you who are new, please become aware of a brilliance at the very, very center of this space in the center of your body. And as you become aware of this brilliance, it intensifies even more. And expands outwards as a result of its intensification through your cells, through your organs. your bone structure, 
radiating out through your muscles and flesh. Out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please become aware of the brilliance within the sphere. So really noticing or imagining it there. And this brilliance becomes so intense that the sphere begins to shake or to oscillate from side to side. For a few of you, it will begin to spin. And for a few of you, it will remain still. None of these options is better than the other. Just notice what's happening with your sphere. And now please become aware of or imagine the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this vast space, I'm working on spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of what level you are at. And I'm doing this because A, the session is the most effective for you if it's coming from the highest resonating order and B because you cannot come to this level on your own yet you are learning or knowing the way Essentially, you're in training to your future possibility. So now bringing your attention, please, to your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Okay. So this is uh, an ego mind distortion and a thought form that it's a confusion that special abilities is equal to or signifies spiritual awakening. It does not. There are many people 
who have special abilities who are not very awake and are actually of quite a low resonance. There's a very big difference between the two. So as I mentioned, it is not required for you to have special abilities in order to awaken. So let's release this thought form. And the other frequency, which is intertwined with it, which are, this is the distortion rather, of low self-worth non-deserving. That if somehow you don't have special abilities, that you're not worthy of being seen, loved, ex accepted, or even of awakening. Or, in a different subgroup, that you're not worthy of somebody who does have special abilities, that they're somehow better than you. That's not true either. So, working on all of these different subgroups. Bring your attention, please, to your um, rib cage. Yes. So this is the distortion pattern of. Uh, it's essentially another ego distortion. Well, the yearning for special abilities, and more specifically, the attachment to having them.
a larger subgroup of you um, in this next layer here. Mm -hmm. There is a distortion pattern of arrogance. Okay, So if you have any kind of um, perception that is heightened, you can quickly move into arrogance where you feel like you know more or are more or are better than someone else. Uh, you're not. It's uh, just a different layer of perception. So let's release this because this will slow you down for sure on your spiritual path. The need to feel better than someone else is simply a trick of the ego mind. It does, however, reveal how much distortion you still need to release, which is a good thing. So between the heart space all the way up to the hollow of the throat along the sternum. Okay, this has to do with um, essentially uh, the tendency to give one's power away to someone who does have abilities. Okay. So to elevate them above us, to take what they indicate as truth as ours without checking internally first to see if it resonates. So releasing this distortion so you can continue to hold your space and have neutrality. Mm -hmm. 
bring your attention to your heart space, please. So we're clearing out the distortion that anything other than your own awareness of your connection to pure source is needed or required for the refinement of that process. Okay. It's all that it's about. Your own awareness of your connection to pure source. Everything else is much, 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 much less relevant. Bringing your attention, please, to your xiphoid process. And about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards your belly button. Resetting, clearing out, and integrating your pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources, creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.